Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menuda. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Monday, <laughs> April 20th, 2020. Steven in the booth, Jeff in the office. Jeff, how many days have we been in quarantine now? Okay, so I think <laughs> the order happened right before my birthday, which is St. Patty's. So like March 14th. Mm-hmm. I should have an exact count, but that's <clears throat> probably... Between 35 and 40 days. Yeah, I think someone said 40 days today. Yeah, I think it was April, March 14th, so it should be 40 days today. Yeah. I, wow. um, I'm currently wearing jeans. This is a big deal for me. <laughs> uh, my, my sweat game has been my only game. And it was funny because I saw someone yesterday and they said, or like a post on, I don't see people. That's a crazy thing. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, but I saw a post or something where it's like, if you're wearing jeans, um, you know, um, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like for those of you wearing jeans, what are you trying to prove? Like during quarantine, they mean? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's funny because they're not as comfortable. Clearly, like they're the most comfortable for like the outside world. Like when you have to kind of give a shit, but yeah. you don't like jeans in the house. I like jeans. Ew. I haven't worn jeans since you and Kevin were like, hey, you can't wear jeans. And I was like, 
That's like, the last time I wear like, jeans. No, but I mean, like, when I'm not working, like, I should be putting on, like, business casual, not jeans. When you are working, yeah. you should be business casual. But I'm casual. never not yeah. working. So, like, well, this is true. So I can't wear jeans. <laughs> you can wear jeans. <laughs> you could wear jeans with, like, a nice button down. So I could wear jeans to bed. Steven, you are, if you started wearing button downs, your girl game would go up big time. I had a bunch of button downs. I bought a bunch. I know. And then I gained some weight and couldn't wear them anymore. Or they shrunk in the wash. Well, One Steven, of the two. I think it's maybe a little bit of both. Ouch, <laughs> what Maria. If, Ouch. What if we did like a makeover session with Steven on the show? I know. We should actually. That'd be so good. Not that you needed Steven, but like style <laughs> and fashion. I know. I just heard Thank it. You, Jeff. I was like, was that aggressive? Well, what I meant is it would be really fun. It's like the style your producer segment and we could get a fashion person who's looking to push their new line and do three looks mm-hmm. with Steven. I like it. That's great. I can wax my beard. We got to up your executive game, Steven. Okay. I think if we up your executive game, it's going to up your like life game and girl game. It's going to be awesome. Got it. Coronavirus um, really killed the girl game. I, I mean, it, yeah. it killed everyone's game, period. Yeah. All previous games. The Monopoly board was flipped over. When it comes to the game with coronavirus. Bananas, it really is. But I'm glad that my jeans fit. So I'm really grateful for that. And um... Well, Lisa and Costas blessed you with good jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the sound drop for that? Uh, Speaking of Lisa and Costa, we had Easter. Last week was Holy Week. So Greek Easter was on Sunday. And we celebrated with uh, church masses at home, which I really think I could get used to. Although I do really love going to church. It makes me feel so good inside. Um, You know, there was something about not having to get dressed. Getting dressed for church is my, like, least favorite thing in the world. Because you got to kind of, like, dress well. But, like, you want to be comfortable because you're standing for so long. And so it's really hard to have standing good attire as a girl because most things require heels and so it's a very frustrating thing to to deal with and then greek easter on like midnight mass you have to get there so so early like 90 minutes before any action just to get a parking spot at any church because it's so crowded and that's just like for like a 10 minute service basically right and so on Saturday night, we did the East Coast feed because I knew my mom, this is such a great excuse, but I knew my mom wouldn't be able to stay up longer <laughs> for like midnight mass. So she, um, and she was actually getting really tired at like eight o'clock. I'm like, mom, you got to hang on another like 50 minutes and we're in it. Like we're, you know, making the lights go down. So at Easter mass, they shut off all the lights in the church at some point and it goes pitch black. And, you know, they introduce the light and that's, you know, representative of, you know, the resurrection and the whole thing. And it's a really beautiful mass. And uh, even Kevin loves it. And he really dislikes going to church other than to like just go on his own and pray. But to actually stand through a service, Kevin would rather like hang himself by his like eyelids. Um, so I I told him, I'm like, just come down at 858. Like the light happens at nine. So I like shut all the lights down in the house and I had one candle, like the actual Greek Easter mass candles from last year. Um, So we lit the candle and we did our, you know, Christ is risen song. And um, and then we did a Zoom Easter call with the whole family on the East Coast. Well, not the whole family, but a bunch of my aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff. And that was really fun. It was a different kind of Easter, but we made the most of it. 
You got to. We yeah. adapt. Yeah. We overcome. The best is I started hosting because I realized like with Zoom, it's like if you have a lot of people, it's really hard to have, you know, c- true conversation. And I could yeah. tell my parents were getting tired. And I was like, wait, this is supposed to be fun. So I was like, okay, guys, sorry, but I, uh, I'm i going to jump in here as the unpaid host of this Zoom. And so I started like directing questions to different families yeah. in different cities. And so I was like, all right, we're going to go to the Daigle family in Winchester, Massachusetts. And we're going to go to the, you know, Menounos family in Brooklyn, Connecticut, and like started doing that. And I was asking everyone, um, what they were going to do, like their first thing they're going to do when quarantine is over. And so my cousin Peter was like, I'm eating Chinese food. I'm like desperate for Chinese food. Mm. And my younger cousins are like, we just want to see our friends. My older cousin, um, by like a year, but I meant like little to the, you know, her girls to her. Um, My other cousin, Nikki, was like, is it weird that I really like quarantine? (laughs) And I was like, no, I really like it too. (laughs) Laura's loving it. There are elements that we're going to take out of this. I mean, like... When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom... For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. In the Zoom hangout, I feel like I'm talking to my family and some of my friends from Ohio more than I ever would be because of quarantine. Yeah. It's really interesting. So I think... You know, we we did a Zoom murder mystery party with my family this weekend. What? And like we, yeah, it was like the best. What's we'll that? With the AfterBuzz staff. Um, it was so much fun. Ria, I should send you a photo. But we, it was an '80s prom theme, and of course, my producer slash wife Laura um, put it together because you know she's a late night producer. She's so good at like event planning and this kind of stuff. But she put together an '80s themed murder mystery party where we were all attending a prom. So we all dressed up in '80s prom themed stuff. We all had characters. And during the call, my brother-in-law got murdered because he was the victim for the murder mystery. So we blacked out his screen and brought him back. And it was like a whole thing. It was so much fun. And you guys have to figure out who murdered him? Yeah. Have you ever done a murder mystery party before? Never. This sounds so fun. It's so up your alley. It's like earnest, fun. Like, you know, it's just in, in person, the way you would do it is you all dress up as a certain character you find out in advance. And you're having conversations round by round to try to figure out because you're learning information as you go. You have the character packet. Uh-huh. Um, and then you all have to figure out who the murderer is. But everybody say, has to be a good actor, right? Because I would it, figure it out in two seconds. I could read all of you, like anybody. I would be like, oh, God, I know who did it. <laughs> the way this one worked, which was great, was no one knew until the third round. So even if you were the murderer, you didn't find out until near the end. Got it. So even the bad actors could get away with it. Okay. It was really fun. I like that. Yeah. 
Interesting. We can put it in the resources. I'll put it in the resources. Like it, it's a specifically murder mystery designed for Zoom. So uh-huh. I'll put it in the resources. How later. fun is that? Okay, so what's the first thing you're gonna do when quarantine is over? Stephen, you first. Jeff just Jeff just like dodged <laughs> the the question and went right to Stephen. Okay, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> is it gonna revolve around food? No. Oh, you're gonna have sex. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that what you were trying to say? Did I, I'm not putting words in your mouth. You just looked at me with that look like, <laughs> no, it's not going to be food. Uh, I'm going to probably go to like Solvang or something. Go where? Uh, go to Solvang outside. What's that? Uh, it's this little Danish town outside of LA near Santa Barbara. Oh, I, thought, I was like, wait, you're going where? No, no, no. I'm going to go visit my brother who is out in Ventura and probably just go have like a really nice weekend with my nieces and nephews and... Then hopefully go to the beach and then hit up Solvang, get like wine tastings and just like probably try to just separate for a while. I like that. Right. Maybe a day, maybe a day or two. I'm just like out and then have sex and then have sex. Okay. I think my (laughs) first thing is going to be sushi. I do miss Mm. sushi. I don't know why it hasn't been that bad for me, but because I normally can't live without it for like a couple of days, but I think it's going to be sushi and then, um, it's going to be probably a trip back east. We were talking as a family when we were younger. Our parents used to take us to this place in New Hampshire where there was a big waterfall and there was like a little campground. It was private. Like you couldn't have multiple families there. It was really like you took it and then it was your area. And we would go with our entire family, right? I mean, we have so many cousins and so many relatives. And we would, you know, cook out and barbecue and play and swim. And it was so much fun. And so my cousin recently went back there and she sent pictures back. She's like, do you remember this place? And I mean, it's been like 30, 30 years probably. And because um, we were really young. And so we decided that we were going to do a reunion and go back, which is really cool. And I'm like, why haven't we thought about this since? You know, you just life just gets so busy, you forget um, so I think that'll be kind of the first thing. And, um, you know. Are you still not eating any takeout food or anything like that? Nope. Then? Got it. No. The only thing I have had. Oh, my God. Okay. So do you guys know who Melina Kanakridis is? She was the star of CSI, I think, New York. Mm-hmm. And she's done a ton of television. She's, you know, very well-known actress. And she's Greek. And her and her husband, Peter, are like the nicest humans you'll ever meet in your life. So the other day she texts me. She's like, I'm coming right by your house. I want to drop something off. And I said, oh, my God, of course. So she oh, pops She pops out of her car with the mask and the gloves. And she hands over this like cellophane wrapped, you know, gift. And it's chocolate from her um, her family's chocolate, you know, company. I think it's in Ohio. And um, she made homemade kurabiedes, which are the Greek butter sugar cookies. They have like the powdered sugar on top. And so they're my favorite. I love how she makes them. And every year we spend Easter together. And so this would be the first year we're not going to be with them. So she dropped it off. And uh, I went into the kitchen and I went to town. And by the time she was gone, maybe an hour, I had texted her. And I'm like, halfway done. Oh, my God. Guys. I am a monster. I ate all of them in 24 hours, like 20 buttered, sugared cookies. When I say they're all butter, they are all butter and all powdered sugar. Delicious. Kevin had one (laughs) and I ate them like a monster. Yeah, it was a very- I did the same thing. I did have a bad eating weekend. 
Laura made some chocolate chip cookies for us for Easter. Um, it's kind of kind of neat. My aunt actually we lost her last year, but this is her recipe. So it's like we pay tribute to her by making her cookies Aww. every year. And um, I think it's the same. I think we only had sixteen, so I'll give myself that. But they were gone within the day. Murdered monster. Um, the so other good. thing I wanted to mention, I was talking about this in the Insta Live before the show, um, and then we'll get to our interview. By the way, we have Kyle Richards on the show today. Ha ha! Just bury the lead. Um, Kyle Richards from uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is going to be joining us to chat. Um, but she, uh, but I watched the show Too Hot to Handle on Netflix with Kevin, even though he was working on his computer 95% of the time. I really love the show. I think it's so good. I think it's like the best of all of these shows all together. So the twist is they bring in all these like super hot, you know, males and females, and then uh, they get there and they're all ready to like jump each other's bones. And it's like, "Mm." The only trick is you can't have sex and there's a a pot of $100,000. So every time someone cheats and they kiss or do anything, they get docked and that's the money just keeps going down. So Jeff, you were saying that you and your wife watched, right? We watched the first one and we liked it. Um, And I I like Netflix reality shows. We love Love is Blind. We like The Circle. Um, But it's funny. There's, you sort of talk about how, however you grew up or wherever you're from, sometimes you can't really like cook that part of who you are out of you. And I just feel like I could hear like my parents and like the youth group I grew up in being like, this type of content isn't good for your soul. So we watched the first one and then we bailed, but did it get pretty good? Oh my God. It's so good. Well, because they have transformations. It's actually really good. I, I love it. Steven, have you seen it yet? Uh, I've produced the after show, so I've heard about it. And did, I know of a lot of things that happened in it. Did our host love it? Uh, the first episode, they're like, wow, these people are the perfect type of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're the perfect type of dumb to be doing this stuff. Like, one, like they're all so open about it. Like, okay, so when I win this prize money, I'm going to get a nose job and then I'm going to pay off my debt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like priorities. Great. You're, you're good. Yeah. You got it going. Uh, but the interesting thing I thought about it was that it's not each person has a hundred grand that the money comes down from. It's that if one person goes and makes out with somebody, the you prize s- money for everyone goes yeah, down. You screw everybody. It's yeah. so, so bad. I thought it was so good. I really like, I loved it. Kevin and I had so much fun. Um, I might go back and watch it. You're convincing me. Maria. No, it's so good. It's so good. I, I love, love, love those shows. Anyhow. Um, yeah, really fun. So if you are looking for some content too hot to handle on Netflix, I'm going to start watching The Last Dance tonight, hopefully, if I can keep my eyeballs open. Um, but anyhow, um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, we're so grateful to have you be a part of our our fam, our community. If you haven't joined us on Patreon and you would like to, we're going to add the link to the summary. You can join us over there. I know a lot of people are migrating over because there's a lot more we can do in the Patreon. Our hands aren't tied with some of the YouTube rules. So um, we would be grateful for you to join at any level. And uh, also, if you could do us a kindness and share the show with people you know that would love it, um, that need the uplifting, um, you know, it would be really great. Word of mouth is, uh, very much needed and appreciated. So share it, comment, subscribe, let us know how we're doing. Um, we are going to be chatting with Kyle Richards. She is an American actress, a producer, TV personality, philanthropist, 
best-selling author, who of course you know from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and her new fashion line, Kyle by Shahida, is uh, something she's working on right now. We're going to chat with her about as well as life and quarantine and so much more. Here is Miss Kyle Richards. Hi. Hi. Am I am I here? <laughs> you look stunning. Oh, thank you. And they, you know, the bar is very low these days. So <laughs> no, wait. So did you do your own hair and makeup? Yes. Are you kidding me? I'm like yes. Well, first of all, I almost always do my own makeup. Always. You do. And always, um, except if I have a big event and for my interviews, the confessionals for the housewives, I have someone because they have to like keep it consistent. I have no idea what I do every time. Um, but and my hair is like the same hair I've had since you know Little House on the Prairie days. So it just <laughs> keeps it easy. I love it. Yeah, I, you you look incredible. You look like somebody did you. So okay. kudos to you. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I can ever wear lashes ever again. Why? Or, or heels. I just can't, after this quarantine, I just don't think I can go back to that. Well, the heels thing I had abandoned like years ago now. Um, but I was thinking, I don't know if I'll ever be able to leave my Adidas slippers, like my flip-flops. They're like, not flip-flops. They're like the, you know, the wide, you know, slide-ons. I I slippers every day and that's it. And when I'm dressed up, I have just like uh, this. This is the extent. Wait, look at what I put on today. <laughs> You're going to die. I put on my gold ones. Oh, that is so funny. The best is I can't wear them. I can't wear them in public because my shepherd ate the front of them. But I was like, you know what? I showed you the left and the right because I have a little dog chewing too. <laughs> <laughs> Today, my husband was in, in the closet and he put on a baseball cap and a t-shirt. And I said, where are you going? And he goes, that's really sad. That you think a baseball cap and a t-shirt means I'm getting ready to go somewhere. <laughs> and it was a Zoom meeting, but I was like, why are you getting all dressed up? It's so funny. So, okay. You just mentioned your... All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them husband you're with him 24 7 now are you guys discovering new things about each other um well after 25 years not really no okay <laughs> are you guys happier being together this much or are you like looking forward to being apart and missing each other more no we're actually doing really well I have to say um considering I see all the jokes and memes and stuff the only thing is like he he goes into the office and he's in there all day 
and you know he'll come out for a little bit so i don't see him you know obviously he gets home earlier from the office downstairs than you know driving from the office but um only thing is when he comes out of the office he's got the you know the things in his ears and he talks really loud yep and i'm like can you not come into my space and talk that loud with your deep <laughs> voice but other than that um we're actually good <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Kevin's locked up in his office as well, working around the clock. I could literally walk around naked or like I could be having sex with somebody in front of him and he wouldn't even know. <laughs> totally zoned out. You know, all those like videos and memes of people trying to get actually Lisa Rinna was doing this with her husband. She's like, yeah, trying to get his attention. I'm like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> An elephant could walk into the room. He wouldn't know. It's just funny, like, you know, we're doing different things. Like, you know, we did, um, we were doing TikTok. We usually do TikTok on Thursdays with our kids. I don't know why Thursdays, it just became a thing. Because it takes me so long to learn them and they get so annoyed with me. So they're like, so on Thursday, you know, try to get the moves down. I'm like, and then of course Thursday comes and I haven't even looked at the thing. So I'm the worst. <laughs> Last night I made him um, do a TikTok with me. I was so exasperated. I was like, I can't with you. All you needed was lip sync. And he was like, I can't do it, but we still posted it anyway. So fun. How has it been having the whole family together? That part I have to tell you really is a silver lining in all of this because, um, you know, of course, Portia, she's the youngest and we still have, you know, her living at home for many years. But, um, you know, the older kids, this is like, you know, borrowed time really because having them with us 24 seven it's really probably not going to happen again, you know, and they're so busy and, you know, two of them work at my husband's company, the agency and Sophia's normally in college and DC and just having everyone together all the time is much like our, our summer vacation trip, which usually is about, you know, 10 days to two weeks. So now they're with us, you know, we're 24 seven breakfast, lunch, dinner. We usually breakfast is, you know, coming and going, but lunch and dinner, I try to make like, a really nice thing and cook and set the table. So it's been nice. It's so cool. Speaking of working with your husband, what is the real estate market like right now? I've been curious and I haven't asked anybody. Well, I mean, you would have to ask him actually, but I know that he's busy nonstop on the phone in there. I think it was, you know, like every business, it was like trying to figure this all out in the beginning. And there was deals that were already in escrow that you're able to close. And then there was a period where, you couldn't show any properties, but now you can show property that um, is vacant. So it's just sort of navigating. But um, before all this happened, you know, the market was really strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know in um, our neighborhood, the na the numbers have gone, um, you know, really, really up from when um, I moved into the neighborhood. You know, I looked at the numbers and seen what's, what's out in the market now. It's coming up. The numbers are really climbing and growing, which uh, makes me feel good for our, our purchase. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Remember I told you don't move. <laughs> I know. I almost did, but I'm very, uh, very grateful. I did not. Know. Wait, did the Jonas brothers really move into our neighborhood? It's, I'm dying laughing that you just said that you just said the Jonas brothers and Portia says to me, mom, they didn't all move into one house. It's one brother. <laughs> yeah, but didn't, I heard both of them live in our area. Oh, well, that's true. But I keep saying the Jonas brothers moved in blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Mom, we're not all living under one roof. But yes, we are our neighbors. Okay. Okay, cool. You know, just maybe I'll have to bring them some apple pie or something someday. And so did Selena know. Gomez, by the way. She is? Very close 
to you. <laughs> She's back? Wow. Because she used to live here with her family. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, I saw, I mean, I saw online and there was like, a, you know, something, I don't know. But okay. anyway, so yes. Yeah, so. yeah. We need to do a neighborhood show. Like and it's, it's a, not, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a crazy day in the neighborhood because, you know, we had that guy breaking into houses last week and, you know, I've got, you know, the neighborhood watch like up in arms and stuff. And so, uh, there's a lot of action. The thing is, it's been like, it's like that everywhere, unfortunately, since that one bill was passed that, um, if it was a nonviolent offender, then you didn't get, you know, serve as much time, blah, blah, blah. So that's when the the crime shot up everywhere all over Los Angeles. But when that bill comes up again, we have to be really vocal. Totally. Out there and being like, no, no, no. Well, that's, that's not gonna work. how about the fact that they're allowing criminals out of prisons now? <laughs> We're screwed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know. well, I mean, that's, that's actually really scary. I, I try not to focus on the negativity in the, I, in the beginning, I could all, only watch the news 24 7 I was obsessed mm-hmm. but now I'm like okay I've, I've got to like chill out a little bit and see the you know the light at the end of the tunnel otherwise you'll make yourself crazy totally no I'm the same way I wasn't watching I was watching all the time and now I'm not watching as much but are you worried because quarantine is going to end at some point right I yes. mean California I think is going to hang on longer than other states, obviously. Like you see what's going on with, you know, liberate this state, liberate that state and the protests and whatever. I think like our governor is going to be a bit more conservative with the reopening. But do you feel like life is going to go back to normal in any way anytime soon? I think it's going to be a new normal. I don't think that it's going to be like it was, um, for a very long time, honestly. I mean, when I was talking, you know, I talk about this a lot with my husband and um, uh, my friends. And, you know, I'm thinking like, do you miss going to restaurants? Do you miss, like, what is, what is it that you miss most? Like, you're finding that you can do without a lot of things and that this is our new life. And I'm, you know, enjoying like, you know, cooking at home and I'm not, I'm not ready to run out and go and, eat in a restaurant yet I'm happy with picking up and supporting the restaurants that I love and all that but um I'm just you know I'm a little I'm a little nervous right now and I think that people are going to be for a while and I don't think people are going to be shaking hands like they did before I think I'm good with like just nice to meet you or you know nice to meet you um I think that people are going to be really scared and skeptical for a long time I think it's with good reason because we don't want to set back you know, I think about, I'm so excited. Portia's starting seventh grade. She's starting a new school. We're so excited. I literally have dreams about it every night. What if she can't start? What if she can't start? You know, um, so I know I'm trying to do my part here with our family so that we don't have a setback. Yeah. I wonder, like, will you be sending her to school with gloves and masks on, like, no matter what? I hope to God not. Um, I think if it's that point that they probably won't reopen. I think we'll reopen you know, when it's safe enough and maybe they're going to have, you know, the seats sitting farther apart, like they're planning the restaurants, who knows? But, you know, as a mom, I feel bad because my kids, like Sophia was having the best college experience and such a beautiful city in DC and to have all that come to a screeching halt, like obviously there's a lot bigger problems out there, but as a mom, I'm thinking of my kids and how their lives are affected by this. And um, it's just sad all around. We have so many friends who've lost their jobs and 
a lot of friends will lose their businesses. It's very sad. Yeah. Anybody close to you get coronavirus? Um, I, I know a number of people that got coronavirus and a number of them were at an event that I was at. So I started self-quarantining before like so long ago. This is where the anxiety and paranoia comes in handy. <laughs> I haven't been anywhere other than my home in six weeks and I haven't driven a car in six weeks. I made one little venture out to um, do Easter bunny duties. And I had, I was at, you know, CVS. Yep. <laughs> Gloves, mask, hat, glasses, because I want to protect my eyes as well. And then the, the wipes on top of the, with the gloves and, and the car. And it was like, it's too stressful for me. I, I really can't handle it right now. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I wonder... I feel like when they lift everything, I'm still going to keep my parents here in quarantine as much as they want to go back home to Connecticut. I'm going to keep them here for at least a month and see if things regress this way they're with me. Um, and then I'm going to make them, if they go out, wear mask and gloves probably for an extended period of time just to be safe. Right. It's so crazy when you, you know, um, my husband is a very like, chill, relaxed person. And one day I said to him, can we go just for... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. A drive, literally just a drive. Like I need to like, you know, see the sky and, you know, open the roof on the car, the sunroof, whatever. And he's like, it gives me so much anxiety to see the people out with the masks and the businesses all closed up and the streets empty. It's, I, I really, I, I can't even take it. Yeah. And it's pretty depressing. It really is. <clears throat> now. It's, um, it's just scary. It's in, you know, trying to like stay in the best thing we can do, as we all know, is to stay home. And to flatten the curve. And while we're doing that, it gives me less anxiety because I suffer from anxiety. So, hey, you know, it's a it's a win-win for me. <laughs> I can keep away from having my anxiety mm-hmm. flare up and do my part in flattening the curve. You know, I um, I wonder, you know, even so many things that we've, like you said, have gotten used to now, how many of them are going to keep, right? Like, I really have gotten used to cooking at home and I'm really enjoying not rushing around and trying to figure out where I'm going to eat and what I'm going to eat and all of that. Even like my nails, I know this sounds so stupid, but I hated the nail experience. And now I'm like, these are almost grown out. These gels I still have on and my, I'll have fresh nails that have not been torn down to pieces. And 
I'm really excited to maybe not have to go to the nail salon. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think people are going to start saying like, I don't need this in my life. And I think people are going to be really scaling everything back a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, I know I, I feel the same way and I, I just, I, I think everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. I'm also loving cooking. I'm loving that, you know, my daughters are helping me and my eldest daughter, who was not really the type that liked to cook, you know, she's like, okay, mom, I'm like, I'm like you're old enough now, you really should be cooking. Mm-hmm. And she's like yeah. learning and, you know, Alexia, my 23 year old, she's loving helping me. We do theme nights and stuff. So, um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that, a, a slower pace too, because um, I honestly, you know, was burning the candle both ends and so was my husband. So I could do with a little um, mellower pace in my life. Yeah. Well, you're producing so many shows, you're acting, you're doing so much. How do you see the entertainment business changing? Well, I, I always think about that, obviously, but um, I think people need that more than ever right now. The question is, how are we going to make it? <laughs> so, you know, I have a movie coming out um, in October that I shot um, while I was shooting The Real Housewives this season. It's Halloween Kills, which is um, part of the Halloween uh, franchise. Um, so I, when I think about then, I was like, you know, flying to New York and flying to North Carolina, back to LA, boop, 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 you know, this crazy pace. I don't know how we, you know going forward, how they're going to be shooting things. I don't understand how that's going to work. You know, we would be when this, the real housewives of Beverly Hills, um, ends, we normally start shooting right away. So I don't know. I mean, by then I'm hoping that things will be lifted and we can, you know, be together and join in trips and stuff again. So I guess time will tell. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting to think how that will change, um, and shift and such. I feel like, I feel like there are going to be a lot of changes, but cause it doesn't feel like it's going to be that easy to get right back in. I agree. Yeah. I mean, by that time, I, I think what's going to happen is that as soon as there is like an opening, people are going to be rushing. They're going to probably push production up on things so they can like get it in the can because they're worried it may come back in the fall. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot of that. Um, but I mean, I do know that people now more than ever, you know, I'm not normally a television watcher. I like to, I'm on television. I produce television, but I don't necessarily watch. I like to read more, but now I'm doing both. I'm, I'm reading, I'm watching TV shows and I'm getting like the whole, you know, these couples who like to have a show together. I have a show with my husband. I have a show with one daughter. I have a show with another daughter. Okay. Tell me, I need to know what's the show with Maurizio and what, what's the shows with the kids? Okay, the show with Maurizio is um, the the Hunters on Amazon Prime. Okay, um, we we were doing that, and then um, what was the other one after that? Then Little Fires Everywhere. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's with Sophia, and I'm watching Gilmore Girls with Portia. So Going cute. back old school, Gilmore Girls with Portia, and then with Alexia, she's like a movie person, so. Um, watching you know different movies and stuff so it's just funny and then we do of course group ones of the whole family but my husband always gets you know he's the only man in the house so he's like can we please watch uh we're like nope no (laughs) (laughs) no we don't want that (laughs) he gets outvoted what are you reading um right now i am reading the lost girls 
no, is that the wrong word? I forgot. It's next to my bed right now. I should, I'm the worst at remembering these things. I just. Is that the Elizabeth Gilbert, um, the city of girls, city of girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, this one is a story about a bunch of girls, in an all girls school. And there's like, it's supposed to be haunted and there's a murder and the forgotten girls. Got it. Sounds like something you'll be optioning and making a movie. And then I just, I I just read another one that, you know, I like posted on Instagram and, uh, people were like, you know, it became like an informal girls, uh, uh, Kyle's, uh, book club. So it's kind of been fun doing that. So <laughs> that's cool. Are you staying in touch with your celeb friends during this time? My celeb friends. Uh, I mean, my friends, yes, I'm staying in touch with my friends. Um, mm-hmm. the housewives, I keep in touch with the ones that are in speaking terms. <laughs> yep. And, you know, we check in, uh, pretty much daily. And, um, let's see our good friend, Chris Jenner, texting mm-hmm. with her and, we're like, I miss you. We, can we do a social distancing visit? You know, a I drive know. by. What are we gonna do? Seriously, I know. It's like, can we just all sit six feet apart on a grassy knoll and just like say hello to each other in like person? I know. And then you sit there and you wonder, like, how paranoid do we need to be? I mean, because I'm already paranoid. So I know. Yeah. I know. I think. It's going to be interesting. It really is. You know, speaking of the housewives, um, the teases this season seem like they're focused so much on Denise Richards, but I know there's more that we're not seeing. So what else can we expect? I mean, it's just, it's just a very rocky season. Um, you know, I never like it when, you know, people start talking and there's discord, but that's part of the deal when you do something like this. And um, when you're on a reality show, especially the housewives, we're not scripted. It's not set up. So, you know, if there's something out there in your life you don't want talked about, it's going to be talked about. And that's just the way it goes, um, unfortunately. So (laughs) there's always going to be someone upset. And, you know, the stuff with Denise and all the drama and all that, um, people have focused on the whole rumor situation that happened between Denise and Brandy Glanville. But it was more about between the women and Denise that, that there was something going on. So, you know, she um, stopped shooting with us for a while. And uh, I think you've seen the preview. I think I'm actually wearing um, <laughs> this in that preview. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, this is from my line. And I'm wearing it in the preview where she storms off and you see the cameras. And whenever you see the cameras and the audio guys and all that, you know there's drama because we never like to break the fourth wall, which is acknowledging that we're, you know, on a TV show with cameras there. Yeah. So wait, so I saw that I think in Perez Hilton that Brandy was confirming their relationship. Have you heard whether this is real or not? Well, yeah. I mean, I heard what I was told on camera and um, that plays out in the show. So I I guess I have to let the viewer um, make uh, their decision on what they believe or not. Interesting. Interesting. You know, you've also clarified on the record about the whole bravo, bravo, bravo technique. Um, Were there any times in the history of the show that you use this to avoid airing something that you're now willing to share with us? No. So it came up. um, The reason I mean, I when she said that I was actually really taken aback because she's a new uh, housewife to the show. And after 10 years of being on the show, I was like, that, well, that's interesting because season one of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, that's 10 years ago, um, whenever the cameras would like go down to change their disc, all the girls would run to like, you know, 
put powder. Like we cared like more than we probably do now. And we'd run and like touch up our lip gloss. And when the cameras would go back up, we didn't want to get like, you know, caught on camera touching up our lip gloss. So we'd be like, wait, 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 bravo, 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 Andy Cohen, hi Andy Cohen, and then we'd stop. And it was like just a little inside silly joke, but we never said it or used it to get out of something because trust me, if we have, they would use it just like they did. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I figured, well, that worked for the lip gloss. I, but I, she tweeted something like that. I had told her that, but I, I, I never had that conversation with Denise and Lisa Renner think, said, I think I did tell her that, you know, cause she had maybe heard about, um, touching up the, the makeup season one. <laughs> Interesting. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, the um, the other thing, I had uh, Dorinda on, I think it was like a week ago when we were talking about who um, she stays in touch with. And she said that her and Bethany talk a lot. Who are you keeping in touch with? And who are you not keeping in touch with? Um, well, I'm, I'm very close with Lisa Renna, Erica, Dorit, and Teddy. Um, I've gotten to be close with uh, Sutton, the new lady on the show. Um, she's actually not holding a diamond, but she, to me, she's a housewife because she's in it a lot. And, you know, um, anyway, so um, I, when all that sort of happened with Denise, there was a, a big argument that happened. So we really haven't been talking. And then Garcelle, who I had no issue with all season, she went on Watch What Happens Live and said not nice things about me. So I always kind of am skeptical when someone is nice to you and then goes and says something else. Because um, if I have an issue with someone, I would say it because that's what our job is on this show is to mm -hmm. be honest and, you know, speak your opinion. And so whenever someone is one way to my face and another way in an interview, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I know what I'm dealing with now. Um, so I'm, I'm basically close with that group of women. Although I have to say, um, when all this happened, you know, with COVID-19 and the quarantine and everything, everybody, you know, I was feeling at a, at a loss. So I'm fixing my computer here. But, but what can we do to help? And I'm hearing all these stories that no one has masks. And, you know, I'm seeing these people on the front line, healthcare workers out there risking their lives and they don't have masks and they have scrubs. So um, my partner, Shahida, of uh, my clothing line, Kyle and Shahida, was able to help me um, purchase 8,000 and 95 masks. So my husband and I donated um, part of them to New York City hospitals that were most in need. Andy Cohen actually helped me get in touch with Governor Cuomo's office to donate those. And then I reached out in a group text to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, all of them, even the ones that we're not talking to. And I just said, would you like to, as a, a group, as a cast together, 
come together and donate 5,000 masks to the most the hospitals most in need in Los Angeles. And immediately they all responded, yes, 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 great idea. And so that at least makes me feel good that we can do something like that because there's a lot of craziness that's going to happen this season mm-hmm. and a lot of fighting and something like that just makes me feel better that we can at least come together as a cast. That's so great. I love that you guys came together, especially despite everything, because everything's already shot and in the can and the feelings are heard and whatever. Oh, yeah. But trust me, we won't be talking by the reunion. <laughs> What'd you say? We won't be talking by the reunion. <laughs> it's already like, you know, with Dorit, you know, we're, I'm very close with her. And so we said, listen, you guys, I, you know, I have said things and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing, like the first episode, she's like, does Kyle think she can just slap her name on something and, you know, it's going to be successful? Well, no, I didn't just slap my name. I'm like, why would she say that? She has no idea what I've been working on for a year before that episode. They don't show us, you know, taking showers or brushing our teeth. But guess what? We do do that. So it really bugged me that, like, I worked so hard with Shahida on this clothing line. And for her to make a comment like that, you know, it's, it was just frustrating. And I know there's going to be a lot of that throughout the season. And I'm just like, oh, you know, if you have to have really thick skin with the housewives, I'm going to tell you. Because that's just a silly thing. But it can really get brutal, let me tell you. Where do you think that mentality comes from? Because it's not like she doesn't know that work goes into all of this. I don't know. I don't know. She's just being shady, you know, like they think. Or I don't really know. But all I know is that um, there's a lot of things I could say that I don't. You know, um, I, if I have an issue with someone, I will say that to their face. I will deal with the issue. But I just, I don't know. I just, I that didn't really sit well with me. And it bothered me because we're friends. And I was like, why would she say that? It's not mm-hmm. like I, sh- I don't ask her all the details about her, her line, like what she did. I, you know, I, I assume she's working hard on that. Like I did with Shahida for literally one year. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about a fashion show. This is the truth. I did not. That was new to me. Totally clueless. I had to learn as I went along and I hired a production Yay. team for that. But the clothing line, you know, I've had stores for many years and I had a, a clothing line with HSN and I actually do know a little bit about that. <laughs> and I did work really hard on my line and choosing the silhouettes and the prints and the look and the vibe. I want all of that and going back and forth. So it can get annoying when people talk like that. Yeah. I guess uh, I asked her into this too, and it was funny. Um, who would you most want to be quarantined with from your cast? I mean, if I have to pick just one, yeah, I would pick Teddy. Why? Um, cause we're the most similar and, you know, we have, you know, little kids and we like to work out and we're both very like easygoing. Um, I mean, maybe some people wouldn't say that, <laughs> but we, um, I think we're just the most similar and there's less uh, chance of clashing. Got it. Okay. Conversely, who would you least like to be quarantined with right now today? Mm-hmm least like to be quarantined with I guess I'd have to go with Garcelle after her comments on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> okay. All right. Um yeah. and I hear your sister makes an appearance on the show. Oh, she does, yes. What was that something that you were into? Oh yeah. I mean I'm always, you know, listen, we've had a lot of problems over the year on the show together. That's very um documented um but the fans love having my sister on the show she has a big fan base 
back since she's a little girl. And she's always, you know, funny. And she's one of those people that's funny, even if she doesn't know that she's being funny. She's like quirky and funny. And there's just, it's never dull when Kim's around. That's for sure. Yeah. How has she been? She's been good. You know, I think it's a little bit hard for her in the quarantine. You know, like one day she was actually having anxiety and, um, it's funny because it's usually me with the anxiety and I've actually been better than I um, expected to be, but she was having anxiety one day and, you know, she's talked to me through it many times. So I had to talk her through it. Is she quarantining alone right now? She is because her son um, had left right before. And then she was nervous about him being on a plane and, you know, her kids are don't live at home anymore. And, her daughter Brooke has two sons, so she's not able to. They just FaceTime. She FaceTimes with her daughters and son and her grandchildren. Yeah, that would give me anxiety too, being quarantined completely alone. So that makes sense. I know. Yeah, I think that would be very challenging for sure. Yeah. Um, Sutton, yeah, I know you mentioned um, earlier. Do you think she has what it takes? I know she was demoted to like friend of the housewives wasn't demoted because she's not she's great on the show it was actually um um it was an issue about how much she could show with her children and things like that Mm, okay um, yeah but she I mean she she's great for the show you know she has a great you know quirky fun personality I loved her interview um interview sound bites as we call them um and the first episode she was making me laugh um and I think she's a great addition to the show very she cool. just took up the diamond because she wrote, she was there throughout. She showed up all the time. You know, some people didn't show up. <laughs> she really did show up every time. So it's she just opened up about the fact that she's hoping to hold a diamond for next season. Do you personally think she has like the armor and like all this kind of the skills that you need to to be that housewife and you know hold the diamond? I think she does. I think right. she. I will. I do think she does. I think the only reason was because of the the. You know, when you, when you're on the show, you have to open your entire life and, um, that's, you know, everyone has to be on board for that. So there was some backstory to that. I don't know, but I know that, um, it had nothing to do with her not being housewife material. That's not why she's not holding the diamond. Um, and like I said, she showed up at everything and, you know, she's funny and she's got a big lifestyle. I mean, the amount of couture dresses and clothing this woman buys is out of control. She's so... I mean, when Dolce and Gabbana, you know, is designing you crowns every year for your birthday, that's a pretty good sign that this was a real deal. Uh, but she's just fun and funny. I don't, I mean, she, it's going to, it's a big adjustment. She's never been in front of the camera. Um, and, you know, we, we will text each other and like, oh my God, the comments. I'm like, you cannot look at Twitter. Twitter is like the most brutal mm-hmm. thing you can do to yourself. It's just mean. It's horrible. Yeah. And, it, and I had this whole talk with her before the show aired about how it says more about them than it does about you. And you can't let it hurt your feelings. And, blah, blah. and then first day I was like, these people are so mean. <laughs> I can't handle I'm like, I'm not looking at Twitter. I can't take it. Yeah. So you'd want to see her join full time next year. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. You know, Kyle, you were mentioning earlier about your anxiety. What are you doing to, or what practices have you implemented to kind of help you during this time with your anxiety? Because I feel like a lot of people are are dealing with that right now and, and suffering. Um, anything that you can share? Well, it's, you know, a lot, everyone who knows me knows about my um, anxiety. 
And it's touched on a little bit on the show. And I joke about it a lot because for me, joking about it um, helps me to talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's when I try to keep it a secret um, that it would get worse and out of control. So I always talk about it. So people who know that I have anxiety call me and they're like, are you okay? I'm just checking on you. I know you have anxiety. And for me, part of it is, you know, having some sort of control. So for me, staying home and having all my children, my husband in one safe space and not having anyone in and not having anyone leave makes me feel safe and um, is the main way I can keep my anxiety under control. Do you meditate um, at all? Doing the right thing. Because otherwise I could just, I mean, just that one day going to CVS, honestly, I was like, my glove broke and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I, I, and I just, it's just not, not healthy for me. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I do take medication for anxiety because um, uh, I, I, about a year ago, I started having panic. I've taken a medication for anxiety on and off throughout my life since I was 25. And about a year and a half ago, I started having like panic attacks, very bad. And um, at one point, my husband was like, do I need to call 911? Should I take the emergency room? It was so bad. Yeah. So I started taking uh, Lexapro. I take like the lowest dose possible, like five milligrams. But I, I mean, I have to, th- that helps me just to not have the panic attacks. But I have to like meditate. I have to work out every single day. Um, talk about it really helps me a lot. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder also just that like very intense lifestyle. And of course this show amplifies everything. All of that adds to it. So have you noticed it be better during this time? Yeah. You, I mean, you um, said a little bit with having your kids in, in the house that's helped of course. You know, it's funny because um, it was, Definitely. It's been, it's been very good lately, which is, you know, shocking considering, you know, what's going on in the world. And then the show airs and it starts to sort of like, uh, yeah, I can see it like rearing its ugly head. Mm-hmm. And that always happens to me. And I'm like, Oh my God, why? I, 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 I the, having shooting the show, I can actually have fun, you know, with the women, believe it or not, you know, yes, there's fighting, there's arguments and I won't, you know, get upset. But when we have fun, we have a lot of fun. But when the show airs, I always get anxiety. And it's just, um, it's really not great for me, but yeah. I still do it. Yeah, well, that's when everything unfolds, when you see everything all together. You know, the other thing you mentioned earlier that stuck with me was about Sutton and Dolce & Gabbana and all the couture clothing. When you think about how different life is going to be, how do you feel the whole Housewives franchise is going to be different? Like, are you changing um, your outlook at all on having all these fancy things? Like, do you want it less? Do you want it more? Do you want it the same? Has any of that changed for you? For me, absolutely. I mean, it has. I think for everybody, you know, everyone's going to be in um, saving mode and, you know, nervous about, you know, the future and the economy. And it really puts things in perspective. Um but I, I think that a lot of people are going to be making changes. And, you know, when we started this um, show, The Real Houses of Beverly Hills, we were coming in right after the recession in 2008. And people were suffering. They didn't have money. They didn't have jobs. And it was really a situation because um, we would start talking. And, you know, when we first did the interviews and we were new to the show, they'd say, like, how much did your party cost? And how much did you spend on that? And I was like, I, no one's ever asked me that. Like, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. That feels really weird. And 
you know, my mom always said, never talk about money. So I was like, you're being asked, you're like, is it my job? Do I have to say how much I spent on the board? Like, it just felt so weird. And we were all like, it doesn't feel right, you know, with what's going on in the world. So we're kind of back in that same situation uh, again, but in a very, in, in, in a different way, but very much the same. I think that it's going to have to change, you know, you can't talk about or, you know, you know, you don't want to go and spend and flaunt and, you know, it's in poor taste if you even have it to do because people are suffering, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think you're going to see a lot of changes. Yeah, I, I feel like that. And, and especially, you know, I know you've gone through so much and, you know, you had that awful robbery and such. So, you know, I think those are always life altering moments, but now this is like a collective life altering moment. And yes. when people look at you and the rest of the housewives, I mean, you guys are the housewives of Beverly Hills. Like the opulence of all of that is something that is intriguing and exciting for the audience. And so that's why I asked because it's like, will the show be as, as entertaining for people without the opulence? Will well, it be they- missing? people like to see that on the show it's a lifestyle show um and they tune in to see the clothing and you know where we go and the cars and this and that so it's going to be um you know I think it's something that has to be talked about and addressed in the show because it's happening in my real life so if it's happening in my real life I'm going to talk about it on the show and my husband has said listen we have to be really smart like we don't know what's happening in the world right now so I mean, am I going to be running out buying all this? No, I don't feel that in me at all right now. Mm-hmm. And my husband, since our burglary actually has never bought, a, you know, he didn't replace his watches. I actually replaced one for him because it was an anniversary present. But, you know, you really do change after those things. And yeah. um, so I think that, you know, it's going to be something that we have to talk about and uh, acknowledge. But, you know, at the same time, you know, be honest about how we live our lives too. Yeah. It's fascinating. So Kyle and Shahida, tell me more about this line and also kind of a testament to what you were saying. Like you have to put a lot of work into something like this because you want to wear it. (laughs) So you can't just slap your name on something. (laughs) Well, yeah. And the other thing that was, you know, bothered me about that is that, you know, after 10 years of being on the housewives, there's so many people that have come to me and said, you know, can we, you know, work together and you know we already have a line you put your name on it and I haven't done that yet so I was like okay really but um I decided to partner with Shahida because I carried her line in my stores for many many years and I love it and she's you know she loves color and nature and animals like I do so I wanted to do like a loungewear clothes that you can wear out that are comfortable but also at home and home entertaining which is actually ideal for now um, so, um, I collaborated with her and I said, look, here's the look I want to go for. And, um, I know that you can do it because of the clothing that you already, uh, designed. So we just started coming together and we would go over like the prints and inspiration. And I would, you know, say, this is the kind of cut I like, and I want this style. And I know, you know, this, th- my friends who are tall and skinny like this, and my friends that are curvier and short like this. So it was, um, over a year of going over the fabrics and this and that. So, um, even though it's very hard to start a business in these times right now, because our factories in India and we had to stop that, we already had a lot of product here in the U S. So I'm actually, you know, happy because the website was doing really well because I think, you know, I've been wearing sweatpants every day when it was colder. And now, you know, like today I have on, I'm going to show you. This is my line here. Uh, I love it. The beading on the back. 
So pretty. <laughs> so Evan, you know, so you can wear them out. You can wear them at home. They're comfortable and they're, um, you know, they're not like a crazy price point. So I was really excited, you know, to launch this line because it really represents who I am. I like to be comfortable but look nice. So um, we'll see. It's just, you know, it's hard, like I said, because our, our factory, but we luckily do have a lot of products here already. Yeah. So it's all online? It's all online. KyleShahida.com. KyleXShahida.com. And um, I have the link in my bio. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, I, you know, people, the fashion show did really well. I was shocked. Um, I didn't have any mean comments and it was beautiful. It went off without any problems. Um, the models looked amazing in the clothing and the housewives did amazing. They brought a lot of attention to it. It was great. So this is exciting. That's awesome. I love it. I wore something in that vein where it's like that thin kind of material, but it's really like fashion-y to, um, a rehearsal for this show that I was hosting and I loved it because it was like airy and comfy and pretty because the pattern was really cool. So I'm going to have to check I'm gonna it out. I'm going to send you some. I'm going to send you some. Okay. I live so oh. far away. I don't know how you're going to get it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye and throw over your dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right over to catch it. Thank you. Yes. I would love, love, love to rock it. Um, Kyle, uh, last question for you. What are you doing every day right now to get better in any area of your life? It could be financial, health, wellness, whatever. Well, right now, um, I'm trying to focus on two things, which my I, every year I say I'm going to do this, but now I'm really doing it. I'm trying to get better focused on, you know, my spending and being more aware and putting away and, you know, where I put my money and, you know, uh, trying to be better about my spending. <laughs> I used to be so nervous to see a bill that I had to put on auto pay and not ever look at it and just to try to be careful because I'm so, it gives me so much anxiety, I guess, back to the days where, you know, I couldn't, you know, pay or stressed about it. So I'm like, so now I'm like, no, I need to be really aware and, and like put money away and be smart about that. So I've been really focused on trying to be good about that. I've actually not been doing that, but shopping online surprisingly during this, because you just want to be comfortable anyway. So yeah. I don't know where I'm going in the next six months. So, you know, there's that, but also my health, um, you know, my mom, my dad, I had a lot of family members pass away from cancer. So each year when I make my um, new year's resolution, it's always about taking my health to the next level. And I've been really good about that. Every single day, uh, I start my day after I take care of all my animals, uh, my kids. I get on the Peloton. I meet about nine or ten of us now on the, our Peloton group, and we get on the bike. And then I get on the floor. I do my ten-minute stomach thing, which I never did that before. We're in a group we call the Core Crushers. We put a little check mark that we did our stomach exercises for the day. So I'm hoping to come out of this situation healthier even though I will be a little heavier I'm not gonna lie I've gained weight <laughs> I'm still exercising and you know a little smarter about um finances <laughs> I love it I love it it's such a great kind of like multi-prong approach to making the best of this time and you know what a little extra weight is really good for the face great for the face not so great for the rest of the body you know what I mean? Like, listen, when you think about it, like we can't go get Botox or anything. So you just, a little weight on the face will help everything. 
you know, I stopped. Do, I, I stopped doing Botox before I did the movie Halloween Kills because I didn't want, you know, as an actress, you can't not be able to make, you know, use faces and scrunch up whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, but now I had to, you know, haven't done it for six months now, and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh my god, I really do appreciate that. But whatever. I now I know I can live without it. I did it before. I'll do it again, and who knows? Maybe I'll stop doing it. I know. I know. It's funny. Once you stop everything, you're like, well, did I really need all this stuff? Like, like I said, like the nails and the this and the that and the hair extensions and the whole scam. It's like, I less... don't feel as good though. I have to say. Really? In the mirror, I'm like, mm, I look tired. Like, you know, it definitely helps you not feel like you look as tired. In the <laughs> I know. I know. Nothing a good ponytail won't help. Yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> every time I put a ponytail on I'm like my husband's like you look like a little kid and I'm like yep that's the magic of a ponytail ponytail, people say did you have a facelift I'm like oh my god that is hilarious I bet it always gives me such a migraine but I'm like it really does the trick it's like they even call there's even facelifts now called the ponytail facelift I know wait I found a dot the ponytail goes I was just looking through the main feed on Instagram yesterday and I found this doctor Geez, what was his name? I'm going to look him up right now. Dr. Cow or something. He does the ponytail lift. He's in Santa Monica? No, he's in Beverly Hills. I'm going to find him because I just followed him yesterday. Um, oh, wait. No, I don't know if you can find people I that easily. I'm following those things because I'm always like so, you know, like, I mean, it's no secret I've had my nose done. I get Botox. I'm very honest. You know, people always think I've done more than I have. Actually, my husband yesterday, we were like on an Instagram live with James Harris from Million Dollar List in L.A., and he's like, I want to just clear something up. My wife has not done all these things people think she's done. Uh, I'm like, I do Botox. Yes, 100%. I had my nose done. No, I haven't had it done multiple times. If I highlight it or shade it, you know, and it looks good one day, people are like, oh, you had your nose done. Do people think I'm getting my nose done in my backyard? <laughs> <laughs> and now I guess I had a facelift on the lawn. Dead. You know, so I found his name. His name is Cow Plastic Surgery. Dr. Chia Chi Cow. And where is he located? Because I'm sure there's a guy in Santa Monica that I think does the ponytail facelift. I heard about this ponytail facelift guy. Yeah, so he's the ponytail lift as seen on Oprah Prime. Vogue claims he is pushing the facelift forward. Anyway, I just saw him on the main feed and I saw these people with these ponytail lifts. People went his before and afters are unbelievable they look like completely different people but like in a good way yeah there's a couple people that i follow that i'm like i just can't believe it this ben tali and then dr jacono in new york i'm like i love looking at the before and afters i also love the show nip tuck i'm like bring back nip tuck i love that show i know well maybe you need to be be the one to bring it back yeah you never know i mean it's just fun for me like uh, i don't know i like looking at that stuff because I see these, we, we see so much bad work in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and people overdo it. And I'm just, I'm not a fan of like that whole filler and over face type situation. Yeah. So I think you're better off not doing that and waiting one day. If you want to get a face up and pull back, you're better off than just plumping up your face. But I like to look at all those pictures anyway. I know. I feel like in the quarantine, I'll like take an Epsom salt bath and then I just go down the rabbit hole on Instagram and I just, because I'll see one thing, then it sends me new things. So then I've been seeing like the threading that people are doing and that looks. Well, I, I did, um, I did sugar thread with, uh, nurse Jamie. Have you heard of nurse Jamie? Of course. Yeah. I've had her on the show before. It- 
Oh, okay. So I, I went this season and we did, you know, and it was like, oh, I'm the biggest wimp when it comes to needles. Let me tell you. I, I mean, I had to go to hypnotherapy when I was younger for um, needles. And then I went later for flying. Needles freaked me out, but I did a uh, sugar threads. I don't know. Did you like it? I mean, I don't like the way it feels <laughs> doing it. Okay, wait, did uh, you, how painful was it? Well, I mean, I, some people say it wasn't a big deal. And then for me, it's a big deal. So I don't know. I just, I just, it's really, it's the idea I get in my head about it and it freaks me out. But, um, how long did the pain last? Oh, it's, it's over immediately. Oh, but then like, I've heard people have headaches forever from it. From sugar strings. I don't know. I just did. She did it like here and here, like two here and two here, like very little. Got it. Yeah, okay. But so did you I, like the results? I, I like her head. Did you like the results? I think so. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think so. And they're supposed to dissolve and they're, they're not bad for you. So when it's like right on the spot. So I like to do no downtime lasers. I think that's the best thing you can do for your skin. Mm-hmm. I'm no such a baby about it. I The second I see my face all burned, I'm throwing up in my mouth. You want to talk anxiety? I've done it a couple it. of times. It is awful. See, I, I have not done that. My mother-in-law did that and it really freaked me out seeing it. But I know people that have done it and they, you know, this would be a perfect time to have done something like this right before. <laughs> yeah, but, no, for sure. Like Dr. Um, Dr. Orion does the Fractura, I think it's called. And Chris had told me about it. And so I went, she's like, your skin's going to be like baby skin. So I did what? it and I was throwing up in my mouth for days after. Cause it's like, your face is like blistered and I'm like, please God, please God. I would pray constantly. Please God, let it go away. Please let, let it get better. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that. I, I mean, honestly, like if it's if it's really a miracle, but maybe I would. But for now, I've done um, limelight, uh-huh. and there's a couple other things that they just do in you know, and then you can go out to lunch after. No downtime, and they really yeah. make a difference. They get rid of brown spots, fine lines, and they tighten the face too. So. I like those. Um, I did the clear laser with the diamond, Doctor Diamonds thing. Um, he does that like roller with the blood that he spins and whatever. Oh, I've done that. I did that. I did that. Yeah, uh, that's no downtime, which is good. Right, that's like the vampire facial they call it. Yeah, something like that. It's did the diamond. It it's the diamond facial, diamond insta facial. Did you do it where they took your blood out? And yeah. Spun? Yeah, I did that once. Yeah. I thought that made a difference. Yeah, I think. Listen, they all make a difference, but I need one that's there's no downtime. Like I used to go to Nurse Jamie, and she would do a bunch of different lasers on me, and it was like perfect. I didn't have any problem after. I didn't have to have anxiety, but I get a lot of anxiety with that stuff too. And she knows I do, and she's like, she comes, she'll go like this, and she'll come in, she'll go like this with her hand. I'm like, what do you have in your hand? She's like, I know you get anxiety. I'm like, I can't handle. I really don't. I can't. I can't do it. But also, it's like that's the thing. Like doing my job. There, there is no downtime. We actually have one month of the year where we, after the reunion, because right now we're doing press like mm-hmm. this. I'm doing this all day long. I'm going to New York usually and do talk shows, blah, blah, blah. We have one month that I'm like, you know, why do people think I'm doing all this stuff? Where do they think? Like, I posted something yesterday, and now today they think I had something done. Do they do that to you too? I haven't, I haven't gotten that much, but you're in the limelight in a different way where just have that reputation so they automatically assume that yeah i um but yeah i think i mean for us the same thing we were on tv 365 days a year i'm on camera all the time every single day um and so yeah it's it's interesting though but i think there's such a curiosity 
to how everyone stays so youthful. And it's so hard for people to be truly honest, I feel like, because, you know, you see certain celebrities that are well into their 50s and they look like they're 20. And you're like, I know you're not just eating blueberries and having a lot of water. It's just not humanly possible. Gravity is a real thing. It's also so much of the altering the photos, which is like, okay, we all want to look good. I can understand if you feel horrible to put a little filter on it sometimes. But, you know, because I have four daughters, I have such an issue with people going so overboard with, um, you know, the, you know, fully done head to toe, having all this stuff done. The pictures are so altered. I'm like, great. My kids are never going to think anybody gains weight. Yeah. No one ever gets a line. Like, how am I going to get, you know, how am I going to raise my, my children in this society like this? Mm-hmm. So and listen, Hey, I, 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 I made an effort today because I don't want to, you know, I want to look good, but sometimes I will go on my Instagram and not have any makeup on. Other times I won't have makeup on, but I'll use a little filter, but I mean, within reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a restrained version. Absolutely. I'll do the same thing. I'm like, well, oh, maybe we could throw a little filter on this and make this look just a little bit better. <laughs> subtle filter on Instagram, help a sister out. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing. So I feel like in this quarantine time, I've had time to like, look at people and I'm like, wait, how come all of a sudden their eyebrows are all the way up here? And so then I started seeing that people were doing the, um, the thread lift thing. Wait, so that's what my friend, okay. My friend keeps telling me, Kyle, I'm telling you, everyone's doing this eye opening thing. I I forgot what the word is for it, but she's showing me all these people that like their eyebrows are here and now they're like that. Yeah. Botox do that? Can't this Botox lift up your eyebrows? Botox does lift your eyebrows, yeah. Right, but they're doing something different. I'm not exactly sure where it's opening this. But how do they do that? I don't know. That's yeah. why we have to all on Instagram and learn these things. Okay, wait, so let me tell you. So it's this place called Snatched LA or something where they are doing kind of like the, it's like the Kendall Jenner supermodel where the eyebrows are really straight. Like people are liking that. It's not a surgery is what you're telling me? No, it's it's these threads that they put there and they lift you. I just don't understand how it works and how they make it even. Like literally obsessed with the centimeters thing. So now I'm going to tell her snatched in LA. Okay. So here's another thing. Have you heard about this that people are doing? What? This is really brutal to me, but I'm seeing it everywhere. And now I think that's why I got really intrigued. You have to to start following people. Have you heard of a lip lift? Wait, I think this guy does it, but tell me what. Well, I think, well. I don't have, I'm not, an, I don't have this issue. Well, not anymore since I have my nose on, but people who have too much space here. Okay. Older, this drops. It drops. Like, yeah. And then they like get it closer to your nose, but it also like gives it a like lifted up look. If yeah. I did it, I would imagine what I would look like. Hi, season 11. <laughs> oh no. This is how I joke with Kevin when I'm like, I'm going to get my lips filled. I go like this. And he's like, please, when can you get your lips injected and your face injected? And we just joke about it all day long. I mean, but the the lip lift, that seems like, you know, and then I've seen some people do it. I can see like a scar right there. Uh I guess it's supposed to heal. I don't know. But um, I think it makes them look way younger. Like almost every plastic surgeon I was doing that with the facelift. Well, yeah, because I had Dr. Diamond on the show and he was talking about how if you're, if you're lip is hanging too low and you can't see your upper teeth, that means that gravity has just dropped it too low and you need to like lift it up because that's a sign of elderly (laughs) aging. There's too many things that I have to learn about. I know. I know. But it's been fascinating. So like microblading, have you ever microbladed? My eyebrows? Yeah. No. I have really bushy eyebrows. So so 
people like, so I've been looking at people's, and again, like you said, it's the filters that everyone's using. Like you can have makeup on without having makeup on now. I know my friend sent me a picture. She's like, I didn't wear makeup. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, oh, I just put it on with a filter. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and Kyle, everyone looks like a supermodel now. So, you know, you, That's not a reg- you have to have like a special, you have to download something for that. That's not on my regular. Yeah, no, it's called face app. And and it has all different types of makeup you can put on yourself. Can you imagine we don't ever have to wear makeup again? Yeah, no, I've been I've been really contemplating this to be honest. But um, but you know, you see these girls and all of a sudden they look like supermodels and their eyebrows are pushed up and they've got these perfect eyebrows. And you're like, what are they doing? So we think it's a combination of that thread lift and microblading because like my eyebrows are big and bushy but like one is a little more screwed up than the other so they're not like you know 100% even in the front like corners you know what it makes me think about when I see all of the stuff that is just it's like endless what people can do and are doing these days is the the old-fashioned old-time I should say movie stars who didn't have any of this stuff Mm -hmm. like and they were so beautiful like it gives you even more appreciation for those people. Like, wow, like Ava Gardner and, you know, people like that. Raquel Welch, like, oh my God, they're so gorgeous. And they didn't even have access to any of these things. I know, I know. Well, now you see people completely transformed with fillers and Botox and they're a completely new person than what they were before. And listen, everybody has, you know, the right to do whatever they want. And, you know, if I didn't get what I really wanted in my life, I would have made adjustments probably too. But it's interesting to see the supermodels of back then, you know, back in the day and the supermodels of now. I know they have the thinner lips and, you know, flat butts. <laughs> but um, what's weird to me is when people start all looking alike. Yes. You notice that? Yeah. Where you're like, all these people look the same. So they're going to the same people asking to get, you know, look like so-and-so. I want to look like so-and-so. Well, great. great. Now you do. Now you all look like a bunch of clones. Yeah. That really freaks me out. Yeah, the clones. It's so funny. You know what I think is interesting that I haven't seen in the quarantine? I like seeing people more, you know, downplayed and like, you know, I was like, should I just like not wear any makeup in these interviews? But then someone was like, yeah, people like to see that people looking nice. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, it'd be kind of fun to do like these, you know, morning like talk shows and stuff, just like in our, our robe and, you know, not having all that makeup on. I like seeing people like that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting. I feel like it's almost like, um, I was thinking about it yesterday, like, uh, in the, in our country, right. We have we used to have a middle class. We don't really anymore, right? It's like rich and poor. It's like two extremes. And the same thing, I think, with kind of like looks, it's all gone extreme. You either are totally natural like a Jennifer Aniston or you're totally extreme the other way and you've gotten everything done. Yeah, I know. I, I When I see people on you know online that haven't done anything, I really have so much respect for them. I really do. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like I look better just not having the clothes feet and, you know, the frowny things, but um, makes me feel better. But when I look at people, don't do one thing. Like, I follow Paulina Porskova. Do you follow her on Instagram? I don't, but I remember and I loved her. She's the most beautiful woman, maybe, that ever lived. <laughs> and, I mean, when I was younger, she was the biggest, mo- biggest model there 
ever was. And she's so, so, so gorgeous. She doesn't do anything. She's very proud to say she doesn't do anything. I think she says she's 55 on her Instagram. Um, wow. People like that, that just, um, own their face. Yeah. And she's not afraid to show herself, you know, with her, you know, her hair all messed up. And, and, um, I really love that because it's real and, I wish there was more of that. So even people like me didn't feel like they needed to get Botox. I know. But um, I don't know. It's just refreshing. Yeah. No, she's she's gorgeous. And you can see, you know, when she does herself up, you just, you remember Paulina Poroskova. Like, oh my God, so gorgeous. Yeah. What a fun chat. I love talking to you. This is so cool. I'm going to get you some Kyle and Shahida stuff and, um, Throw it over your gate, okay? Please, please. I appreciate it. Small on top, medium on bottom. Thank you. (laughs) We need a little extra room because of the dark chocolate and the... I've gone back to Eggo waffles. Yes, I get it. I've gone back to Eggo <laughs> waffles. It's terrible. Eggo waffles with the butter and the, the, the you know, Betty Crocker syrup and... That's bad times. All right, Kyle, um, thank you so much. If you guys want to keep up with her, of course, you can follow her on Instagram at Kyle Richards 18. Yep. Perfect. And on Twitter, Richards 18. what is it? My TikTok is also Kyle Richards 18. Okay, perfect. Every Thursday, we are going to look forward to your family <laughs> dance. Um, okay. And then on mean Twitter at Kyle Richards. <laughs> on mean Twitter, don't tweet me mean things. I know. Um, Kyle, thank you so much. I'll see you around. See you. Tune into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on Wednesdays on Bravo at eight o'clock. Thank you so much. Mwah. Good to see you. Bye. Take care. All right, guys. That was uh, Kyle Richards, of course. Really fun conversation. Um, and uh, yeah, this Thursday we have Tony Robbins, who will be on the show. I'm very, very excited about that because. Um, he is uh, my teacher. I've learned so much from, and he's going to be on the show to help all of us with uh, his tips and tricks and techniques to um, better us in every way. Um, I hear, Jeff, you're working on some great giveaways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm in touch with to their the show. team, and um, it sounds like there's some things in the works. So we'll let you guys know how best to help us with that. We're going to kind of engage our audience to figure out how to get these giveaways out to you. It's going to involve social, and um, we'll be talking about it tomorrow on the show. Um, so make sure you tune in so we can get you updates. But um, yeah, I mean, what an amazing guest to have, and how great for our audience. Yeah, it was really fun all around. Um, all right, guys. Well, in the meantime, um, uh, you can follow us at Maria Menounos at Stephen Lemieux photo at Jeff Crane Graham. And remember, be nice people, make good choices and be present. <laughs>